Pass it in, looking for Garza, backside and in! For the first goal in Atlanta United history from Yamil Assad! Take a look at history. Welcome to Five Stripe Final, the only highly distributed audio discussion discussing all things Atlanta United, the post-game edition this time. Um, everything trash, everything bad, everything real, real bad, everything real, real trash, and that's the show. Uh, it's been fun, folks. Uh, glad to have you with us here. Come back next week. Yep, see you. That's it. Tip it's, your servers. It's everything. Uh, tip your waitress. Don't play with matches. Um, yeah, that sucked. That sucked. I guess we have to terrible. sit here and talk about it, but it was miserable. From Well, not from start not, to finish. Not from start not to finish, finish. But it just, like, capitulated uh, very rapidly. Capitulated is a great word for it. it. Uh, the game gets flipped on its head. By a few crucial refereeing decisions, which I'm sure we will go into great detail over the uh, oh, yes. coming 10-day break we have here. Um, oh, I mean, can't wait exciting? for that. Oh, yeah. 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 Get um, ready. 10 days of uh, referee talk. Mm. Mm. But we do have a whole lot of great quotes coming to you from the locker room here tonight. At the very least, we did get some good uh, content yeah. out of this. Fire. Um, so, of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of We're anger. always here for the content. For the sure. content's good. For sure. Uh, a lot of anger, a lot of disappointment as well in the result tonight, which I think very much mirrors the fan base. If you guys have anything to say, just hit us up in the chat. You know, we'll get it on. This this is the recording of the podcast that will be going out. Um, you know, H-Dad. podcast. Well, the po- podcast, all part of the H Dad. This is part of the H Dad. Get involved with the H Dad. But yeah, um, this will be this will be published tomorrow morning. So um, feel free to just hit us up with questions or comments or whatever you got. We'll we'll read it out if we can. So. Yep. Let's, why don't we get right into the game? What was going on? Well, sure. First, I'm Jay Sam Jones from Dre South Soccer. Oh, yeah. This is Joe Patrick from Dre South Soccer. Say hey, Joe. Hi. Hey. All right. Now, let's go and get right into it. Go ahead and recap things. Again, things started off very, very well. It was a breathless kind yep. of game at the very beginning, back and forth and back and forth. A whole lot of uh, interesting chances, I think, for both teams. Of course, Red Bulls come out and do their whole uh, just the massive press that they put on. Yeah. Uh, and we were doing a good job of escaping it, it seemed like, in a lot of different ways. Um, Joseph was able to get him behind a couple of times, it seemed like. Uh, and eventually, eventually, the Five Stripes finally get a breakthrough in the 25th minute. Uh, Miguel Almiron's shot outside of the 18 deflects off a Red Bull player. I'm not sure which one it was, but it deflects right to the waiting feet of Ezekiel Barco. I think Barco it went Tyler Adams' hand. It was, I remember okay. it was like a hand, it was yeah, a hand right. ball. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we were all joking it would be funny if they called it back you know called, <laughs> called for like a handball outside the box there which would be classic yeah, little refer- did we know refereeing jokes would get worse. funny at that point yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then just moments later uh, Five Stripes get a few chances after that too it was a fast and furious restart yeah. there for Atlanta and that we were in control it seemed like in a lot of ways uh, it all came to a head when Joseph Martinez puts the ball home in the 30th minute um, gets in behind after a great pass from Gressel. Uh, Tim Parker, the center back for Red Bulls, goes to the ground. And then Joseph Score picks up the ball. And then we go to VAR. And our good friends at the VAR lair, the, 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 the VAR monster, awoke from its deep, deep slumber <laughs> from the VAR lair, deep beneath the surface of the ocean, or however it works. Who the hell knows how it works at this point? We don't know. Uh, the goal's pulled back. It's one nothing at that point. Uh, and moments later... Uh, VAR decides to slumber still instead of awaking. Mm-hmm. Um, penalty for Red Bulls in, uh, what was it, the 42nd minute? Something like, so. Yeah, yeah, right at the um, end of the half, which is killer. You know, you, you never yeah. want to have that right, right at the end of the half. So 42nd minute, Miles Robinson takes down Bradley Wright Phillips in the box. Uh, very, very questionable. We can go further into that. VAR, uh, no 
monitor a view from the main referee. Of course, I, I believe they're they're still checking it upstairs to <laughs> make sure something happened. Who knows what the communications process is? I don't even think they know at this point, which is kind of the crux of this whole thing. Uh, but penalty given, no change, no VAR. Dana Royer steps up uh, and right down the middle. Brad Gazan over at that far end behind us uh, seems to have trouble uh, with those penalties right down the middle. If yeah. We're going to talk about the Columbus game. Yeah, yeah. Which, why not? Let's just pile on to this whole <laughs> giant Let's remember every bad thing sandwich. that's ever happened. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, at that point, 1-1. It's a huge swing, though. It's a huge swing. You go from 2-0 uh, to a tie ball game uh, in the span of about 12 minutes there. Yeah, Tata um, really talked yeah. a post-game after, uh, after, the, well, yeah, after the game that that was just a big mental hurdle for the team. Team there was, um, you know, it's, it's a two-goal swing, obviously. Yeah. Um, but that's huge for it to just happen right at the end of the half there. Um, I don't think they ever got over it. I don't think they ever got over it at halftime. It showed in a big way. They come out extremely, extremely flat out of the locker room. It only takes six minutes for Red Bulls to get back on the board across from Mario. Uh, the right back into Bradley Wright Phillips. He's in the middle of the 18. Heads it. was a gorgeous header. He just kind of flipped it on, spun it in to the bottom left corner. Uh, easy goal for him. And then moments later, about three minutes later in the 54th minute, same goal, other side, mm-hmm. Kaku plays in across Bradley Wright Phillips, middle of the box. This one heads it right over top of Brad Gazan. It's a screamer right off the underside of the crossbar. And it's 3-1. And at that point, things just kind of go to shit. Um, there's no, sorry for my vulgarity, uh, but <laughs> uh, It's the night for vulgarity. No. I, th- I thought, you know, Bradley Wright Phillips showed exactly what we had talked about. The danger of him was on, on our preview show, which is that He's not like super physical. He's not super fast, um, but he's just able to like ghost into those spaces in the yeah. back. Um, he's so good at kind of making himself invisible to a to a defender, getting on their back shoulder, and just getting into a place where uh, he knows the delivery is going to be, and getting on those headers. Like those headers were things of beauty. Like that's sure. like exactly what you want from a striker. Um, it's honestly the kind of thing that Joseph hasn't been doing, like getting on the end of as much lately. Um, he got the service, though. right? Exactly. Yeah. The service hasn't really been there. It just hasn't been that. Um, that you know hasn't been as in sync for us lately as it felt like it was for the Rebels tonight. They they played well. They played well. You have to give them a lot of credit. For sure, and they're a very good team. We knew that coming into it, but we'll see afterwards that. And this is this is straight from Tata that you had two very good teams going at it, but those two very good teams deserved better refereeing, is what he said. Yeah, uh, and I, I would tend to agree with that, even though we are homers. But besides that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, even from an objective standpoint, you have to kind of look at it and say the referee had just a massive impact on what should have just been a very open and very clean game between two very, very good teams. To, to give you a feel of what it was like tonight in the press room, yeah. um, typically, you know, so Tata obviously gives his answers in Spanish, and he has his translator, Justin, sitting next to him. And Tata knows the deal. He, Tata knows what Justin's going through, uh, knows it's a difficult task to try to remember everything he's saying and then repeat it. Um, so, you know, usually you get the, like, little short snippets. And even if Tata goes on somewhat of a rant, um, he'll kind of pause in the middle and like give Justin a time to translate like the first half before he goes into the second half. None of that tonight. He was just full on ranting. Like I've never seen him go as long as he went. And and Justin was looking so scared sitting next to him. Yeah, bless Justin's heart. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. He gave us a great job. He gave, he gave a couple work. answers and then just had to say Mas menos. You know, just just like did, did, was that good enough? And mm-hmm. Tato was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Tato just wanted to rant. Yeah, and there, there were some really great quotes. We'll get into that more. I just want to go ahead and talk about the very end of the game, too, as well. 
Um, LGP does pick up another yellow card. He will miss the New England game. Uh, also missing the New England game, Greg Garza, after a red card, a slide tackle attempt where he rolled over top of the ball. Uh, his foot skipped up, studs right in the leg. I, I, even if you roll over the ball, I feel like if you catch someone like that, yeah, yeah. it's so, a red card. So, yeah, I, I guess uh, I'm glad we're Would kind of agree? of the same mind here because yeah. there, was, there are some other people, um, both in the press box and people I saw on Twitter or whatever, um, that are basically saying, like, if you roll over the ball, then that means you were making an attempt for the ball, and that means you didn't intend to injure. But that's not what the that's not a red card. A red card is reckless and reckless dangerous. Attempt. And if your foot is rolling over the ball, it's usually pre- it's it's uh, in a very dangerous area if it comes in contact with the leg. So um, you never want to see that. I mean, we would all be terribly upset. It was a clear red card. Yeah, um, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Uh, on top of that, things get very kind of scary there at one point. Uh, I'm not sure on the status of um, Lawrence, I believe. Yeah, so yeah. I heard, um, well, I heard through someone who talked, who apparently had heard from uh, from a team official with New York Rebels. Basically, there wasn't an update, but right. the, they were they were hopeful that it wasn't as serious um, as it kind of looked like it was. Like, it, it, I mean, it looked it's very, really strange. Really, he, it was scary. Uh, Went to this is the the center back, right back, left, 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 back, back, left, left back. back. That's right, left back for New York Red Bulls uh, goes to head a ball away. There's no one really near him. It's a total non-contact thing. Uh, he falls very very awkwardly uh, and just kind of laid there for a moment. And and again, we don't really. It was weird because, like, I I still don't know if he got knocked unconscious mm-hmm. or. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to spread a rumor. There, there's lots of theories going around about what happened, but it didn't right. look like there was a there was a physical contact to any part of his body, or like especially his head, yeah. um, that would have caused some like ter- terribly traumatic injury. Sure. So maybe it was something like neurological or something. I'm not ah, sure. Who knows? I'm not sure. Who knows? It was very strange. But it, it was just another terrible thing on top of a really terrible night. Yeah. Uh, you kind of had to forget to be angry for a second. Remember to be a human, which I didn't want to do at that point, but you had to do. <laughs> Um, and then on top of that, some dummy decides to run out on the field like he's an Orlando fan. Um, so just overall bad, everything yeah. bad. Even the security was like bad, like slow getting to him. Like, like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't even you know they didn't wipe him out like Terry Tate, office linebacker or anything. It was just you know yeah. I wanted to see like a. Some smearage At going that point, on I wanted the dude to get taped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wanted some action. Golly, something interesting to happen at that point because the game was all but dead. Uh, final score, 3-1 in this one after, we kid you not, 12 minutes of stoppage time. They just extended the pain, the suffering of all of it. We had to sit there 12 extra minutes of this crap. Yeah, um, it's like... It's almost like who awful. are you? It's almost like who yeah. are you kidding at this point? Like, let's sure. just let's just end it. We're down to ten men, and yeah, they were the most boring twelve minutes I've ever seen in my life. I wanted to die. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the questions. We have some questions <laughs> coming in on Twitter before. Let's get you off <laughs> off killing yourself. I, it's such a bad day. All right, uh, Mar- at Marty Boy Radio uh, got in touch on Twitter. By the way, you can follow us at Five Strike Final. He says. Uh, I think we were out coached and out played today. Trying to play out of the press led to their goals. Had to find the space in wide areas. Was surprised to see us not make adjustments until it was too late. Everything was going great. Yeah. Let, let's let's be frank here. Uh, not maybe not frank, but I, I think objectively you can say things were going very very well for Atlanta. Um, but it is concerning 
to see them not be able to react and adjust in a way that was uh, advantageous to, to staying in this game. Uh, when it was just one nothing after the disallowed goal. Uh, of course, the 1-1 on the penalty doesn't help, but still, it's 1-1 at that point. You can't just turn everything off. Uh, for some reason, coming out of the locker room, everything just looked like it switched off. Well, if we talk about it, I thought it was interesting. Um, there was a little bit of chatter in, in the uh, press conferences and post-game talk about the non-VAR stuff. And one of the things Tata talked about was he said that um, the three-five-two. The reason they wanted to play the three-five-two was because it was they decided that it was the best tactical option for them in this game. And so, uh, what I something I noticed early is that you know we were really as we tend to do in the three-five-two, absorbing that pressure. So we were playing pretty close to our own net, um, but we had a lot of through balls. We were very, especially very early, we were playing a lot of like long out balls to Joseph, um, trying to get him on the end of like a long through ball. Wasn't really working out that well, but eventually we kind of got more and more pressure into the game. And, uh, and then, you know, by, the, by, what, 30th minute, we were just yeah. rolling. I mean, we, we had the goal. We, almost, we were almost nearly adding on to it. Well, we, we did add on to it with a second goal. Um, yeah, and things, and things were going great. And then the, then the officiating really, really took matters into its own hands. So it's so tough to tell whether, like, you know, it was working out or not, but I think it was. I, th- I think it was. It was a risk. It was a risk to play the three-five-two sure. and take that pressure on. And Tata yeah. said that the reason they wanted to do it is because they wanted their center backs to be the ones that were pat- making the passes out. Yeah. Basically, saying he wanted Red Bulls coming onto them because then you had more passing options going forward. Um, yeah. So I think I think that yeah. generally worked out, but then everything kind of unraveled in the second half and it was hard to hard to really judge anything that happened especially after the red card for sure an individual stake started to pop up as well on that last goal jeff i love you man but baby what is you doing what is he doing <laughs> on that pass out it goes straight to whatever defender for new york ended up picking it up uh, of course then right to uh, kaku who, who crosses it in easy goal um so jeff probably should have been credited with an assist on that point uh but you know what it's it's one of those things where it's just a just an all-around awful. How about awful how about bike. how about just bike though? He, he, got, he, got, he got on his bike today. It sure was an attempt. We were all witnesses. We yeah. were all witnesses <laughs> in the Jeff Lerland's bike attempt of 2018. You were there. I was there. We all saw it. We all saw it. Let's move on to our next question. This one comes from at Brave Seth. Uh, thanks for your Twitter handle for bringing up the memory of me leaving the Dead Gum Braves game early <laughs> today to come to this crap fest. The Braves came back and won. Here I am being angry because I missed pretty much everything good in my life today. Cool. Awesome. Let's talk about Bray Seth. Uh, the game quality of the MLS has outpaced its officiating, he says. The fans deserve better officials. Yeah, we, I, was talking, yep. we were ta- I was talking to Eric Quintana yep. uh, after the game. Um, it was funny. We were saying, like, will, will players just get fed up with the, the, the officiating here and just, you know, decide that they don't want to play in MLS, so they don't want to deal with all this? That's a little. That's a, I mean, that's, this is, that's it's extreme very much because extreme. I think because I think you know VAR is going to become more more popular in these leagues around the world, not less. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does. I mean, you could sense that like that frustration was like palpable. so palpable. Like you yeah. could you could it was so thick in the air you could slice a piece off and just pass it to the next. And, person. Like, it, it was, it's from all corners too. It's from the top down. It's from you know Guzan to LGP. Uh, it's a pretty much anyone we we could have talked to tonight was extremely, extremely frustrated. And you know they talk about it. You know they go back and say, oh, well, who was this ref and who was, uh, who was on this call tonight? 
Um, it, and it, it kind of just builds up into this angst, this anger towards the refereeing system. And you can see it all just kind of come out, come spilling out tonight. Um, and yeah, exactly. As someone's saying worth the fines on, on our Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think they see is totally, totally worth it. Yes. Yeah. Something needs to be said in their mind. You know, it was interesting when I went into the locker room. Sam wasn't there for, for a lot of the, the press Snitch. access stuff. He was, do- <laughs> he was, he was off doing some other, other highly important things. Top secret. I'm actually, I don't, is it just tell him? No, I, just, I went and talked to the. I didn't even talk to. Him. I handed it I, like a, a kid in class. I handed some notes to the pro referees, <laughs> yeah. and they, they wrote me a note back. It was real sweet. Um, <laughs> like, what a dumb process! What is yeah. this? Sam was the pool. What are we doing? So I went into the locker room, and Miguel is sitting on the ground. He's yeah. like, like he, the. His teammates, Joseph or Mario, they're sitting at their lockers. Jo- uh, Miguel is sitting on the ground, and it looked like he was in tears. Uh, Joseph was just scrolling through Instagram or something, and Doug, Doug Robertson from the AJC walked over him, wanted to ask him about a goal, um, and he kind of, he didn't, I wouldn't say he snapped, but he started yelling that he was not going to talk, uh, and then called for Justin to tell everybody that he was not going to talk, so he was not happy. Um, I've never seen it more empty. People were out of there by the time we got in. Like, it was crazy. Um, and, uh, see, I think it goes to show, and, like, maybe this is my own biases, but I was kind of putting this game, like, out of mind. Like, by the time the red card happened, I knew we weren't going to be coming from two goals down, most likely. It's just kind of a foregone conclusion. These guys were torn up about this result. Like, it was, it, I, I was actually taken aback by that. That was one of my main takeaways from seeing that. That, re- that reaction in the locker room. Yeah, you can see it immediately. Even when they were announcing Miguel as the, as the man of the match, the, the Golden Spike Award winner, whatever you want to call it, you can see him on the Halo board, on the screen, uh, just like invisibly upset. He's just shaking his head, uh, almost in tears, like we said. Uh, just a rough night for everyone, I think. And it, it's good to see him taking it hard, uh, for sure. But, uh, you know, there's a whole lot of things that could have gone differently, I think. And, you know, we, we can't place all of the blame on the referees. Uh, there, were, yeah. there were points where they didn't adjust and maybe could have shown a little more resiliency against a really, really good team. How much can you blame them for that? I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, yeah. It's kind of tough to take a step back from it right now, honestly. Um, good thing we have 10 days. Yeah, and good thing we have another question from Ooh. Jacob underscore Inman. You like that segue? That was nice. You like that? that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he said, I don't have the stats. First of all, bring the stats. But Nagby was not good tonight. Lots of giveaways and, two, and uh, not... Much effort to win balls back. Way too many balls given up in the middle of the field tonight. Passing accuracy in final third was bad. Man, this is, sounds terrible. ATL not mentally strong enough today either. Ooh, that is scathing from Jacob. But Were I mean, we watching the same Nagby? <laughs> it was tough for him. Nagby, right? It was tonight. It was, one, one behind us that played out here. Yeah, that one. I will say, I will Jake. say, it's more, it's it like a, a night like tonight is going to be more difficult for Darlan Tanavi because first of all, they have a really combative, high, pre- highly pressing midfield. Like you're just not going to have time and space on the ball against Red Bulls like you do against a lot of other teams, um, and that's kind of where Nagby thrives. I feel like when he has um, some time and space to kind of pick his pick his pass, see what he's doing. Um, so, yeah, I mean. Maybe probably wasn't his best game. Jacob's probably right. Bring the stats next time so we can know for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm just kidding, but I mean, I, I think the point is totally valid about um, the mentality, though. And we'll get yeah, we'll get I, I a, a little more sure, later. Sure. I mean, I don't mean to bash that was kind of that was, 
Sorry. I was bad mood. Bad mood. There was a recurring theme among our, our, our respondents on Twitter just saying, yeah, that, that the team didn't have the, the composure, the wherewithal to kind of put the VAR decisions on the back burner and get on with the game. Um, we kind of did let it get to our heads a bit. So, Let's, uh, valid let, point. Yeah, for sure. Let's move on to this next question. And woo boy, do we have an answer for you guys coming straight from the mouths of the pro referees. This question comes from, I don't know, get a better handle. We'll call him, we'll, we'll <laughs> Something call him with Walker. Walker. We'll call Walker. Uh, how is the Martinez goal an obvious error and missed call by the referee? I'm not quite sure on the wording of that. Uh, what we do have is the exact words that, again, when I was passing notes to the pro referees, exactly what they wrote back to me. Uh, a question on the Martinez goal. Uh, we'll start with that specifically. Uh, all they said is that video review identified a tripping offense by Martinez on Parker in the attacking possession phase. Hmm. Mm. Doesn't that just make you feel like, you know, all warm and fuzzy inside? Doesn't that just completely wash away any worries you may have had about the the accuracy of such calls? No! No, it doesn't! It doesn't mean anything! It's just... This is... Mm, yep. 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 That's what he spent an hour doing after yeah. the game, getting, getting that response. So that was great. Um, I, as, as to your question, Walker, um, he cuts in behind him. I haven't seen a great angle of it yet that really shows me anything. Why don't, why don't we just go over our opinion of the major calls here? Okay, sure. Let's, 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 let's run it down. Let's let's right it down. So well, the, was the first one the Joseph one? Yeah, yes. Was that the first one? First one was the Joseph one. I thought it was not a foul. I thought it was not a foul either. Okay. But I'm also a massive <laughs> yeah, fan right. of so. Yeah, yeah. We're both, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, let's, let's talk about it, though. Let's okay, sure, sure, he sure. He cuts in behind. Sure. Um, their legs do get tangled up. Was it really any attempt to, like, cut them out of anything or anything like that? I think it was just kind of one of those things where a run of play was happening. Yeah. Or maybe they just got tripped up a little bit. Um, and I don't see how that can... One, uh, it, maybe if you had called it in the moment, okay. But to go back yes. and say in that moment, through that video review that as a foul, and it's something my good friend Joe Patrick has been harping on <laughs> all year, and I've kind of blown it off from time to time because I, I, I initially had really good things to say about video review system. The implementation of it has been terrible this year. It's been flat out awful on every level, uh, at every aspect of it. And this is just another example of it. Another example. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree with you. I don't think it was a foul. Yeah. I think if they call it on the field, then Fine. it's a foul. Whatever. Then it's a foul. Then, then yeah. you got to stick with it. I think it's one of those ones where you just have to go with the call on the field. I hate, hate, hate going to VAR and then using slow motion to try to determine the veracity of a push, yeah. of a trip, of something like that. Trying to determine if something was intentional, or you know, all, all these other variables that can get so misconstrued when you when you slow it down or analyzing it at that at that speed. You just it's a it's 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 a referee's call. You have to give them some authority to, to call the game, and that their 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 calls matter. You know, they have to have some ownership over the game. And, and levels of contact and things like that, they can be so difficult to tell once you slow things down, and once you look at it from angles that you know aren't. Natural, I guess, especially yeah. from a speed standpoint, just with the, you know, the, the, the impact of it and everything like that, it can be difficult to tell exactly how much pushing, how much force is put on 
to anyone, uh, which which leads us into the next big call, yep. which is Miles Robinson's uh, penalty on on Bradley Wright Phillips. Mm-hmm. What do you think on that one? I thought it was super soft. Um, thought it was you know basically I thought it was a dive, but I still would have given the pe- the penalty kick because um, that's what was called on the field. He called the penalty kick. It was weak, but when you go back to review that, he's got his hands on him, and at that point. You kind of there's a saying in, in, in soccer football that if you're in the box and someone has, and a defender has his hands on you, you have the right to go down. And that you know you, we can all disagree with that. Now, I'm sure there there will be a lot of people that do, but um, that's just what strikers do. I think Greg Garza did something similar last week in Orlando. He was in the box. Yeah. He felt a hand come up on his arm or neck or something or his uh, neck or head or something, and he went down. Like he went down easy. Yeah. And that's just something you do to try to help your team win, win games. So um, I think it was a foul. Or I, I didn't think it was really, really a foul. Um, I think it, like, actually I thought Bradley Wright Phillips looked a little silly. Like, he looked like a salmon, like, jumping upstream with the way he, like, jumped and, like, twisted, sure. tilted his head a little bit. But uh, but I would go with the call and field there. Yeah. Um, like it, like you said, it was very, very soft. But you, you bring up a good point about what we got out of, out of Garza. Last week, and so a very similar scenario. Uh, Tata did not think it was penalty, <laughs> um, and we have some great quotes coming up from him in just a moment. Uh, but yeah, no, very very soft. Uh, but like we said, you, you make contact in the box like that, and, you know, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt a lot of times. And yeah, a young player like Miles is going to learn that yeah. over time uh, for sure. Uh, so still no- very very frustrating though. It, it just compounded on everything else that was. Garbage and going to be garbage. Garbage past, garbage present, and, and the ghost yeah. of garbage future. And then we've all we're, we've already talked. We, the the guards of red card was a red, but let's go back to the Jeff Lorenowitz right at the beginning of the second half. Um, I thought that you know I kind of agreed with Tata when I saw it in in real time. Tata goes. I don't know why they gave Jeff a red. The foul was on the New York Red Bulls player, <laughs> which it was. It was, a, yeah. it was. It's kind of. It's a tough one. It's a 50-50 They're both coming in, in into it hard. Um, they both took a whack to their legs, but the, the it looked like the New York player. I forget who it was. I think Sean Davis maybe. Yes. Uh, came sure. off a little worse there, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just such a travesty that they they send him off and then they bring him back on and then you've got this huge delay. And I, I think it was no surprise that it was not long after that that we the goal really disrupted the flow of the game for sure for sure i do want to go ahead and just get this yeah we're not yet our our totes are from lgp Um, at the end so okay sweet Uh, i do want to get this one out of the way uh he simply says penalty nothing goal goal uh the red card they called on jeff i found on another player there you (laughs) go the definitive answer from tata martino well and he was really perturbed about that he went back and talked about uh, a game that they played here in philadelphia last year and uh, I think it was on Greg. It was a tackle on Greg Garza that happened literally right in front of the two benches, and there was no foul called. And then they went back to re- to look at it on VAR, and they gave a red card. So and he, and he and he said the thing that frustrated me the most was that it was right in front of everybody. It was in front of us. It was in front of the referee. It wasn't like something off the ball that he couldn't see. He saw it and didn't give a foul for it. And then they looked back on it, and it was a red card. And obviously he was agreeing that it was it was a rightful red, but um, he was just he's just very um, perturbed at the level of officiating <laughs> in this league, and specifically with one in, in, in particular. With one in general, I was just about to get to this this budding rivalry we have between one Gerardo Tata Martina and uh, the one and only Mark 
Geiger. Woo boy, do we got some Mark Geiger quotes for you. Uh, let's look at the, this hate first is part. A, hate is a strong word, but it is right up there. It is, it is very real in, in two languages. Uh, let's get to this first one, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, just because, um, first off, Doug Roberson, AJC, ask him uh, his thoughts on, um, or if you got any explanation of the calls, calls from VR tonight. Uh, he says, I got no explanation of the calls, but who was the VAR referee tonight? Tata asked, <laughs> unknowingly, I'm sure. And, uh, of course, Doug eventually responds, Mark Geiger. And uh, Tata tries to continue his answer, but says, ah, I didn't see the plays, but... Wait, really? It was the same one? <laughs> Mark Geiger? So, yeah, once once that I mean, clicked yeah. for him, I think. Well, I, um, I was there. I, 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 I was there, and it was one of those things. Have you ever been so mad? I know you have. You've been so mad, you just start being really sarcastic. You, you just start, like, fucking with everyone. that you that, that Like, you can't have a serious conversation for, like, five minutes. That's how it was in this press conference. Like, the first five minutes of the press conference were a complete wash because Tata was just, like... Yeah, talking about how, like, joking around how he was pretending he didn't know who Mark Geiger was and stuff like that. Um, it was kind of funny. It was just it was just interesting to see him that worked out. Usually he's a little more composed, but, um, yeah. yeah. And then he just dropped, and then Tata from the dead gum, toppest of the top ropes. This was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I invite all of you guys to watch the replays and see what you think on the calls. But again, it's not my problem. The problem is for everyone in this room because the referee that's going to the World Cup represents all of you. <laughs> Take that in. We're doing our best here, Tata. We're doing our best. Good God. I have never associated with Mr. Mark Geiger. I, I, I claim no uh, connection or next of kin to Mr. Mark Geiger. Uh, but dang, Tata, I put that on us. <laughs> Your humble bloggers over here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot. Like, we don't want him either. It's not our fault. He wants to like raise our banners against pro referee <laughs> and like you know. But he, he, you can, you can tell very, very, uh, very, very directly his feelings on on refereeing in MLS right now, um, especially one in particular, um, and in the United States. So yeah. when you have someone with the stature of El Tata saying that kind of thing, then you may need to correct some things. Hi, pro. Hi. All right, uh, let's see. Let's go on to our next question. That was, that was pretty good. Uh, from Kevin Gorham, he said, so frustrated at the abundance of class we showed as fans by not throwing everything not bottled down uh, or bolted down onto the field. That's a good, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, well, I, I sent out a PSA over the DSS account that, hey, if you have any thoughts and you think, oh, an Orlando fan might do this as well, then don't do that. Don't do that thing. <laughs> and most of y'all are pretty good about it, uh, except for the dude around the field. That guy's that guy's a prick. Did you know that, that you're banned from the stadium for life? Uh, if you if you weren't watching on TV or if you were only watching on TV, you probably missed this because they, they cut away from these things. But he tried to go in and score. The ball was sitting right next to the goal, and he missed a sitter from oh. like three yards. Oh no! It the was, he's it. big. He's tall. He stops any streakers he wants to. <laughs> uh, Brad Gazan makes a save. Big time stuff. <laughs> Love it. Big time stuff. Um, I was hoping Guzan, all 6'5", 330 of him, he's huge, uh, was just going to take a right hook to him. Because that's how I felt at that point, and I probably would have done it. Uh, but nonetheless, he just gets a light tap from uh, security. It's taken off the field. Hopefully a lifetime ban. What a nerd. Screw that guy. Um, let's see our last question, I believe. Here. Um, 
we've already talked about all that. Let's let's just go into our final okay. thoughts. Let, let, let's let's wrap this thing up um, in short order here. Um, I think my main takeaway from this game is that these things are just going to happen. You know, it's um, it's one game in an MLS season. It's not the end of the world. Um, it's a tough one because it's one we all wanted to prove we could win. You know, we haven't beaten New York Red Bulls yet, but you know. We'll get our chance again, probably, hopefully, maybe. Um, but these things, yeah, these things will happen, and it's not like uh, a regular league um, around the world where you're just trying to, you know, win, like, what, what, what would be a, a supporter shield in MLS? You know, it, it's MLS Cup is the more prestigious one trophy to win, so, you know. And I, and I want to talk about MLS Cup a little bit just because I had this thought going into the game, and it confirmed it for me tonight. I want no part of Red Bulls over two games. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, no part of it. If we can avoid them in the bracket somehow, uh, once we get to MLS Cup, because uh, you know, unless we collapse, that's you know what's going to happen. The playoffs, at least, MLS Cup playoffs. Hopefully Jesse um, Marsh goes to Red Bull Leipzig and Tyler Adams <laughs> yeah. follows him there. But we already got rid of Vieira. We might as well get rid of the next New York coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I want no part of it. None of it right now, uh, just with how well they, they counter our style. Um, again, we talked a little bit about it, but... It, I think the original game plan was solid. I think it was the right yeah. move. Um, yeah. And it's something, I think you might have listened to the H-Dad, the preview H-Dad, because <laughs> something I, I suggested that, you know, you go 3 five, two, yeah. and let them. You even con- you convinced me on that show. <laughs> Which is never, that's the only time that'll ever, ever happen about something tactically. But, um, you know, that they were a team that really loves not having the ball and waiting for you to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the beginning, we were letting them have the ball and, and capitalizing on some of their mistakes. We kind of flipped it on its head. Uh, by the end of it, though, we'd fallen right in the trap. Uh, you saw it in the last goal when Jeff Lorenowitz gives the ball away. They score very That very press, quickly. though, was just so scary. I remember I, brutal. you could see it's it right fast. from the beginning of the game. I, th- I think Miles Robinson had the ball, you know, in his center back position, and there were just guys 360 degrees around him, swarming him. You know, normally for a center back, you're only facing guys rushing up in front of you. He's a center back. He has guys coming from behind him, coming from every which way. So I was yeah. terrified in the beginning of the game that um, we were going to get a goal nicked off of us. But, you know, we, we handled the storm well, and then we actually um, battled back and countered ourselves. So, yeah, I think the, I think the game plan worked out. Not a whole lot to appreciate from the night, but we do want to tell you guys about some guys that maybe you may have missed out on the night who you should appreciate just a little bit more. Joe Patrick, who is your prestigious Lerunowitz man of the night? Tito Vigalba. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Tito. Oh, that was. You haven't heard that? Oh, yeah. Uh, man, it's uh, the Tito song. That's uh, actually the... Uh, it was one that Terminus Legion did a while back. They, okay. they, they did songs for a bunch of players. Uh, there's Great. a really good Chris McCann one. I've tr- actually, I, I think they deleted all of them. I've tried to go back and, and dig them up. <laughs> <laughs> Just because that's what I like to do in my, fair, in my spare time. Sure. But uh, yeah, no, I thought he was really good. I thought when he came on, he played for about half an hour um, and was super dangerous. I think basically like all of our big chances in the second half were coming through him down that right side. Um, Miguel had a few, but a few opportunities, but wasn't making anything of them. Uh, Tito just looked really dangerous, um, really good on the dribble. Thought he was really good. Yeah, I know I'm weird. Sorry. My Lorenowitz broke man. out. I broke out into like 1940s song. I loved it. My. <laughs> <laughs> My Lorenowitz man of the night is someone very special to me. Um, it, it's me. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been through a lot today, 
and it was just real hard, and I had to come here and watch this. And I watched it, and I tweeted through it, and I did that all for you guys. All for you, okay? And I just, I just, I don't know, I just need a pat on the back right now. Good, good job, Sam. Good job. Okay, you sound like Miguel Almiron after the game. <laughs> All right, good job, Sam. You're our Lorena Westman of the night. All right. Um, Do I got my own copy of the tax code now? Because <laughs> yeah. I need that. That's, that's really important. Yeah, you can download them. Mm, okay. Um, all right, let's go to our quote of the night. All comes from one person. It's pretty long. Um, this is from LGP, who went on a bit of a rant to Doug Roberson after the game. Uh, he's talking about the PK. Uh, was it a PK? Leandro Gonzalez, Leandro Gonzalez Perez says, quote, no, it was terrible. The referee is incredible. I don't know what I don't know what we have to do. We were doing a really good game. We were doing a really good game, which is adorable. <laughs> a lot of mistakes. The referee put the game to the other side and we lose our mind. No more focusing and we lose the game. The Joseph goal? What did he say? Uh, what did he say? It's stupid. It's stupid. That's tw- he said it's stupid twice because Parker runs to one side, Parkhurst and Joseph runs to the other side, he says foul. This is a foul? This is real? This is stupid. The referee every week, every single week, the same. <laughs> but he continues. Doug Roberson asks, how do we fix this problem? He said, and Leandro Gonzalez-Perez says, suspend that referee. Suspend this referee. Mark Geiger against Kansas City. There were a lot of mistakes against us. Always against us. Wow. 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 That is, um, that's going to get you some fines. That's going <laughs> yeah. to get you some fines. LGBT. He got his money's worth. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. If you're going to do it, you might as well get it in. Uh, I also do want to add this, this wonderful conversation that comes for us from, uh, again, Doug Roberson the AJC. Uh, Doug asks, do you know who the VAR official was tonight? Guzan says, do you? Yes. Mark Geiger. Guzan says, right. Exactly. Point made. And that was the end of that conversation. That was it. That hmm. was the whole thing. So you can tell the team's opinions on uh, on Mr. Geiger there. Uh, and even uh, the other head ref tonight, who LGP wants it fully suspended. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a family. He's got to feed people. Come on, LGP. Um, I don't blame him at all. Uh, that's going to do it here from Five Stripe Final. Uh, be looking out for a preview HDAT at some point uh, when we'll go in depth. This morning. Or, uh, it's 12.01 right now. Yes, but we'll go in depth on uh, on the New England game, which you might be able to uh, expect from that at some point. Again, we got a nice long break here. Um, I don't know. We may do something for for Champions League final after Liverpool. Yeah, uh, breaks my heart once again. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep you in the loop on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Five Strike Final. Follow me on Twitter at J underscore Sam Jones. Joe Patrick is at at J A Patrick two hundred on the Twitter sphere. Of course, check out Dirty South Soccer for all your. Uh, five stripes needs and news and that's all we got that's all we got here uh, again, five stripes losers on the night 3-1 final score in York comes out of here with three points and we come out of here pretty pretty sad but uh, we do have some shout outs to give to you I'm going to shout out Ryan Catney's Chris Germani Caitlin Stevens Ellie Max and Elena who I met tonight uh, Craig Finn Payson Gabe Ben Jones and LeVar Burton I know you're Shout out Jorge Feeler, shout out Justin Bohui, shout out Chris Amandi, shout out Chino Hawk, and shout out TP. I should shout out Justin Bohui so I can see him right over there. But he can't hear us. No. Because we're in a soundproof box. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Oh, I feel-